0: Welcome back to Trends in Low Places, a comedic
1: exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I am one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I am the Mr. Wacky to his awkward newsman, Michael Howard. Michael, you just got to hop on this slide and
0: get on down there, my dude. We're here for a good time, not for a long time. Let's get down this slide. But what
1: kind of fun is it? Have you heard of inflation? Is, is that good or bad? Is it is it bumpy inflation? Michael, when we talk about inflation, is it good or bad? It depends on your context, really. I mean... I can hear our listener numbers deflating. <laughs> Michael, how are you doing, my dude? I am doing excellent. How about you?
0: I'm doing great, my friend. Um, yeah, it's been, we haven't talked in a little while. It's probably, yeah, uh, it's been a it's been a minute, like a week and a half yeah. since
1: recording last. That's I missed weird. you. I missed you. Well, I missed you too, buddy.
0: Would you do? You want to know the craziest thing that happened to me in the meantime? How crazy is it? Um, my my new employer sent me a. Uh, CD-ROM full of HR information
1: in the mail. Um, so, pretty... do you have a CD-ROM drive? I do actually. Oh, I have to.
0: It's it's hidden behind a secret panel on my computer because they don't think you'll need it, but just in case.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I actually was very grateful that I had a CD player or DVD-ROM drive in my new computer because. We found a crap ton of CDs um, and decided that we wanted old ass music for some reason that even though we have Spotify, so.
0: It's the kind of thing that you like, you desperately needed six years ago, Mm -hmm. seven years ago, approaching nine years ago, (laughs) 10 years ago, before I got my Zune, I desperately needed this because I loved giving out mix CDs to people. (laughs) Um, Nowadays. You don't need it until like, oh, fuck, I really wish I could just burn a DVD or some shit. But I haven't gotten one in the mail in a very long time, ever since AOL went <laughs> defunct. And, you know, I came, my previous job was from like, uh, you know, kind of a startup almost. So we had like cloud-based HR and all sorts of cool shit. Now I get a DVD in the mail. <laughs> like I'm, I'm a 90-year-old signing up for
1: health insurance. Hey, I got a FedExed like stack of papers.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, that was, it was just, um it was buck wild. I just, I got a big old poster, postcard in the mail, and then there was just a, a CD inside. And, uh, <laughs> hmm. hmm. Did it have any HR videos? Uh, I ha- uh Hey, I'll be honest. <laughs> Didn't put it in my computer, because you know what? I assumed it was a phishing attempt, and it was full of malware. <laughs> because that's how security conscious I am. I assume that, like, someone is just saying, like, hey, this old company... Thinks you're so, like, thinks it's backwards enough to set out this CD, and you think it too, so just
1: put it in your computer, figure it out. Just put it in.
0: Yeah. Now all of a sudden,
1: out. it's uh, Mr. Robot, you know? Yeah.
0: Not not on my watch. Not on this guy's watch. I'm not falling for your scams. Michael, how was your weekend? Pretty good?
1: Yeah. Had the family in town, went to a Cubs game, uh, you know, just enjoyed life a little bit. That sounds lovely. Yeah. Great. I don't have any good stories. Like, you have interesting stories about your weekend. I got nothing.
0: That's really the only one. Mostly the other ones, I just got drunk in a fancy garden that was actually just full of mud because it rained a lot the day before. So, yeah, I don't really have much. (laughs) So, good. you've been listening to Trends in All Places. Thank (laughs) you for joining us. (laughs) Yeah, well, Michael, I guess I want to talk to you about something that surfaced on Reddit this week. Um... Are you familiar with the International House of of Pancakes? I am. Yes. Um, the IHOP. Yeah. Well, apparently they tweeted Monday, two days ago, that uh, they're flipping some things. Okay. Not just flapjacks. They're flipping the uh, for 60 pancaking years we've been IHOP. Now we're flipping our name to IHOB with a B and find out what it could be on June 11th, 2018. Hashtag IHOB. Oh my God, I, I can't wait that long. And yeah, I'm curious, but like, so then they posted a, a very stupid Twitter poll. What could the B stand for? Biscuits, bacon, butternut squash, or barnacles? And I don't know if they would put the final product in the poll itself, but I do hope it is barnacles at this <laughs> point. Because I'll be honest with you, I don't like any quick service breakfast place like Perkins, IHOP, Danny's. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They can all eat my butt. Maybe it's International House of Butts my butt specifically and everyone can just eat it.
1: <laughs> they're they're going to uh erotica. It's International oh. House of Butts. Oh. A butt for everyone. Maybe plastic surgery. Could be plastic surgery. Just walk in, fix that butt real quick. Fix only butts. It's like yeah. just breaks. Bigger, smaller, wider, thinner, whatever you want. We'll we'll fix it for you. <laughs> so I found a story about it where they uh, had some tweets from people and some, there's a couple of good ones. Uh, Zacharias says, I was today years old when I found out IHOP stands for International House of Pancakes. They just yes. thought it was IHOP. You just thought it was IHOP. Mm-hmm. And then uh, somebody says, oh, fuck nut.' He says, uh, mm-hmm. I went to that's IHOP sage. earlier and the waiter was like, it's burgers. <laughs> it's just burgers. <laughs> I think, so That's that was my first thought was like, okay, are they just going to, it's going to be some fucking PR thing. We're like, oh, we're changing our name to this because we introduced burgers. It's going to be like for July 4th. They're going to have
0: a big old burger celebration, I'm <sighs> sure. she's like, oh, yeah, we're just IHOP. PR stunts rule.
1: Love that. Just make pancake burgers. Hey, now we're talking. It's like a McGriddle, but I want a full-size pancake with sausage and, and bacon and cheese in the middle of it. I will say I, I've never trusted a... Breakfast
0: like a diner burger, like an IHOP, Perkins, Denny's, whatever. But I also didn't trust their breakfast because it used to make me sick every time I ate it. So my move was to get the appetizer trio: Ooh. just mozzarella sticks, chicky fingers, and O-rings. Every Hell time yeah. your boy would take that down 9 a.m. on a Sunday
1: <laughs> you on gotta a family start,
0: vacation, you got to start
1: out with a good base.
0: Yeah, solid. You get all the protein, mm-hmm. a lot, a lot of carbs, and then probably a lot of fat. All the a fat. A lot of fat. Just a, a lot of fat. fat. Yeah. Yeah, I started out um, solid base because, um, yeah, literally everything I ate at any of those places made me horribly sick. And then all I wanted after that, at Perkins at least, was a big old slice of chocolate cream pie.
1: Oh, man, their muffins were so good, too, yeah. at Perkins. Just Would you
0: like to guess the number of times I was allowed to get a slice of chocolate cream pie at 930 in the morning after eating an
1: appetizer sampler? Man, you started eating the appetizer sampler at 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. You were done by 930, Michael, we've talked a little bit about my weight as a child. I wanted that pie, son. <laughs> so didn't I'm gonna guess I'm gonna
0: guess zero times. Never got that damn pie. Really, not even once. No, my parents clearly
1: didn't love me. Because they let me eat that, but not eat that. So <laughs> hey, fuck you. Hey, you can't ruin your breakfast of this delicious Denny's food with At a At that point, pie. I think it's
0: like, hey, you can't you can't ruin your dinner or your lunch. Like And also, you know what? You can't ruin my day by eating all of that slop before 10 a.m. in the morning. You have three siblings. I can't handle this much shit coming out of all four of you. No, thank you. <laughs> Take a break, Michael.
1: <gasps> so what do we think the B is, though? Um, Books. It's probably just books. Oh, they're going the Amazon route. Yeah. They're getting I mean, there's a clear
0: stores. market space. Yeah. I mean... Barnes and Noble's about to go bankrupt, probably. It could be International
1: House of Bankrupt. <laughs> they could have just, just gotten to a point where, like,
0: no, fuck it.
1: That We're would just going to be tweet amazing. This one out. It is on the 11th. So they could be filing Chapter 11. IHOP earnings call.
0: When is it? <laughs> <laughs> they did just have their 2018 earnings call May, May 28th. So mm, mm. it would be just in time. Apparently, um, the same brand that owns IHOP also owns Applebee's. So these guys just make a whole bunch of shit, huh? International House of Bees. Oh, it's a it's a it's a joint venture yeah, between Applebee's and IHOP. Oh, now we're talking crossover shit. You <laughs> want it, You want the Applebee's trio appetizer?
1: <laughs> they should have called it if they were going to go that route. Though I feel like Hopplebee's would have been better. IHOPplebees. Hmm, that's
0: true. Uh, can I say this? As long as we're going for it, I mean, if if we are sticking on the appetizers trio, Applebee's much better than IHOP. Chili's beats both of them, though. That triple play can't can't be denied.
1: International Sorry. House of Breakfast.
0: It could just be that. That's probably it. Which is stupid because pancakes are pancakes are what all breakfast should aspire to. Like I never get them, but like when I think about a good old breakfast, it's pancakes are in there. I want them. Those cakes. Those
1: flapjacks. More of a waffle guy,
0: but yeah. not—it's not what I eat. I don't. Eat, I never eat pancakes okay. at breakfast. Okay, yeah, that's true. Pancakes are I breakfast. Think, when I aspire to like the perfect breakfast, yeah, it always I has those want, pancakes. I Want a fat stack of pancakes? Yeah, that's but that's then it. I actually eat French toast. <laughs> well, I mean, let's be real. Yeah, let's be real. My mom's French toast is way better than her pancakes. Pancakes
1: are shit. Sorry, mom. Pancakes are hard to make good. Yeah, I've, yeah. that's what my mom keeps saying. <laughs> <laughs> but you keep those miracle and delights cakes coming. Make a damn cake. Yep. Yeah. International House of Just Bones. Just bones. <laughs> just bones. Just <sighs> International House of Breaking 2 Electric Boogaloo where they just play that movie nonstop all day 24 hours a day. International House of Blues clues. You have to solve a very stupid mystery until they take you to your uh, to your table. There's blue paw prints on all of your pancakes. Who had this fucking blue dog in here? Why is he eating all my shit? Also, He's why is his, his dick blue, on this thing? Why does his blue come off? Like, my dogs don't leave like brown dog prints everywhere. That's just because that's the color point. they are. Well, I mean, Steve was high as fuck. He could have just been imagining Do they all of it. Do they paint the dog?
0: I think they every think day. Steve probably painted that dog blue every day. It's like, your name's blue. <laughs> could just be International House of Butkus. Famed coach, Dick Butkus. He just, he's a full owner now. We can cut, we can cut this one. International House of Bad Jokes. It's, it's all just the jokes that we leave on the cutter room floor.
1: You just get all of those on your menu. International House of... Bitches. Yeah. Take that. It's where you go and adopt only female dogs. Yeah, obviously. You can have mine. You can have my one because
0: she just ate, uh... An economy pack of uh, bed foam out of her bed just International today. house of bed foam. Yeah. She just uh, went to town on that, and I came home, and she was feeling sad, and I was like, hey, what's wrong? And then uh, she just walked around for an hour outside thinking, maybe she's got to work some stuff out. <laughs> nope. And then she went into my roommate's bathroom and threw up on his floor. I mean, it's better
1: than it trying to come out the other end, I guess.
0: Oh, no. Yeah, for sure. That's definitely the preferred dog end for um, green bed fuzz. Well, I was uh, just thinking for her sake. I mean Oh, I could not give two shits about her sure uh <laughs> trying to get that through there. Um, listen, of all the things I've had to pull out of that dog's butt, four four ounces of green bed fuzz filling, not even
1: remote not even in the top
0: fifteen things that I've had to pull out of that dog.
1: Have you ever had to pull out a Chinese eggplant? I have not. <laughs>
0: Thank, thank, like a whole one, like a whole one. Because like luckily a, she's uh, pretty industrious on in terms of food going down mm, one mm, end mm, and mm, out the other. Mm-hmm. So, oh wait, I
1: have a, I have a feeling about what you're going with this one. <laughs> well, there's a 50 year old Chinese man, and he had constipation for two very, very painful days. Okay, how old? 50. Old enough to know He's better. Okay, 50
0: old enough to know better. Okay, go on. Wherever um, this is going, I don't like it, but go on. Wait, Michael, is this a what's on Weibo? Oh, you're right. It is a what's on Weibo. No, you say what's on Weibo and then I'm going to do the song. Oh.
1: What's on Weibo?
0: Do, 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 do. It's a nice nice little reversal
1: finally. Well, this man, mm-hmm. He had he had constipation. Couldn't get it out. <laughs> Yeah, we've all been there, you know. And uh, he decided that his best option was probably to like poke something up there, maybe, maybe knock it loose, like a like a pinky finger. Yeah, you would need like a pinky finger, maybe. You know, like a toothpick. Just needs to it just needs to break the dam. Sure. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, Wait, hold on. A toothpick? Really? (laughs) (laughs) You would? You'd use a toothpick? I mean, I don't know. You know, you just, maybe you got to poke a, a small hole in it, and then it all comes out. It's not a ketchup bottle. What? You, <laughs> yeah, you got to hit the fifty-seven.
0: There is, yeah. No, I mean, I have not sucked anything out my butt, but I have to assume that trying to stick a a toothpick <laughs> is a guaranteed. Oh shit! Now there's also a toothpick in my butthole.
1: Okay. Well, so you're more like this man who stuck a thirty centimeter long. Chinese eggplant hip in there. Yeah, I'm exactly like that, man. Loose. No, yeah, no, Michael, we are yeah. definitely of the same mindset based on what I just said. Yeah, either toothpick, you didn't want the toothpick because you said it was too it was too small and pointy, so...
0: I, I said no toothpick because it was guaranteed to disappear up your butt. Like, you can't keep a good enough grip <laughs> exactly, on it. Exactly, like, because it's if too your, small. If your goal is to root around up in there. Right. Here's what I'm going to say, just mm-hmm. shot in the dark. Mm-hmm. This man was never constipated. <laughs> ever
1: and um, he just really wanted to shove an eggplant up his butt. Now, here's where I'm going to disagree with you. Okay. You say that he was never constipated ever. I bet he was pretty constipated once he had a 30-centimeter long mm-hmm. eggplant yeah. up his butt. Different
0: kind, but yeah, significant blockage mm-hmm. down those pipes. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, hey, good on... I mean, I guess he is Chinese, but hey, good on him for using a Chinese eggplant. They're yeah, they're not, much thinner. Oh, much thinner. Much, uh, much thinner. yeah. Thin enough for for me. You yeah, see, um,
1: the, the story, the title of the story just said eggplant, and I was like, "Oh, no, he's no. dead now." Yeah, man, kills man kills himself <laughs> by shoving eggplant
0: up. Bob. I don't even think you could. No, I think yeah, probably the laws of physics would stop you from. It depends on if you salted the eggplant or Ooh. not first before I went up there, softened it, pulled that water out. Yeah. That's the only way he's he's having any luck. Hey, guess what? I don't think he did. <laughs> Maybe. Because, I don't know. Hey, guess what? Because salt in an eggplant and then shoving up your butt presents a different form of problem. <laughs> Things get worse from there. <laughs> now it's abrasive and caustic.
1: Ooh. International House of Butt Eggplants. Mmm. Mmm. When you get niche- constipated from your International House of Pancakes, we'll shove a butt eggplant up there. Uh, hey, niche market, but... You brave. never know. Yeah clientele for sure you know i mean the the way that the market's going for things it's you got to get more niche right it's hard to compete with with the big guys if you're not really good at one thing
0: i mean they say it's the best market for looking for a job ever so i mean hey time to strike out on your own create a whole new niche industry it's your time because hey you know what if it fails you just
1: go get another job (laughs) just another job shoving eggplants up places or some other sort of vegetable
0: whatever uh, it doesn't have to be an egg uh, hey maybe eggplants don't work clearly not for this man will he do it again almost
1: certainly will he possibly like cut a little guard on it <laughs> i sure hope so for his sake <laughs> you got to you got to like countersink it so it it slides in easier you know yeah, i mean to his credit from the picture you sent of the clearly unwashed
0: eggplant um, mm, that they pulled yeah. out of this man I mean, to his credit, he did put the Mm -hmm. -er Mm slender-er end up first. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just got to wonder, like, how do you not keep a grip on that bad boy? (laughs) Like, how many centimeters of the 37 do you think you need to clear up the blockage in your pipes? Because, Michael, you sent me the article. Maybe it was like quicksand. The thing was, well, I mean, hey, after a certain point, I think the whole point is to pull it back up into you. Um but the picture you sent apparently was pressing on his lungs. Oh
1: yeah, I think there's like a X-ray. You can, you can kind of see his kidney. I think right there, and like a lung.
0: And his lung, yeah. where it is pressing against. Yeah, it doesn't which is,
1: doesn't look good.
0: Which also presents a unique sort of anatomical question. And you know me, not a doctor. <laughs> um, your lungs and your testines don't necessarily come into contact that much.
1: Um ever. I mean your lungs go down pretty far, and I think the very ends of them might actually go over at least part of the stomach, if not.
0: Yeah, like right. but like but like if you just shoved a, Maybe a fourteen no. inch cucumber up your bummel mm-hmm,
1: like mm-hmm, that to mm-hmm. me
0: implies some ripping and tearing internally that Maybe. you don't necessarily want.
1: Maybe he just had a really bad itch. It was like way up there on the inside of his lungs. lungs. Yeah.
0: Can't get in there. It's on the it's on the underside. It's It's on the dark side of the moon. got to send a probe back there. (laughs) 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 Got to shoot Apollo 11 circling back the end.
1: You know, why don't newspapers and articles report on these things as they are and not just keep touting the lie that these people are trying to, like, cure constipation or they fell on it or something?
0: I mean, I guess it's to like, you know, it's people have their right to privacy, but and they clearly don't care about that. Sure. Yeah. Oops. I fell onto. Did we talk about the dude who, quote unquote, fell onto a handheld shower head and it wound up in his butt? <laughs> yeah. Hold on. That, that was from. I think that was a, the story that didn't make the cut a couple of weeks ago. Oh. Uh, one second.
1: What is it with the desire to put things in places that clearly weren't made for them?
0: Yeah, so apparently uh, a shower head a full-on shower head was removed after a man slipped in the bathroom <laughs> this is from last week from the Daily star uh, obviously in the UK um 26 year old man uh, had, a, had the, a whoopsie had the handle of a handheld shower head pulled from his from his rectum uh no n- absolutely no like hose connected to the uh to the shower head I was gonna there say was how the... did
1: he get it up there with the
0: hose uh from the caption on the on the picture Michael to your point about them being like yeah this is just a horrible thing that happened to this guy uh the man suffered a horrific mishap in the bathroom not man shoved shower head so far up butt
1: <laughs> like oh man you have to just be you have to be so committed to the action right
0: <laughs> oh Michael um Michael I'm going to I'm going to bring you back I'm going to bring you back to mm-hmm. trends and low places mm-hmm. days gone by
1: the days of yore
0: the days of yore um ah, do you remember a simpler time Michael so this article has has a link to uh, the article about the man with the shower head it is in his bumble um do you remember one Roberto Esquival Cabrera from Saltillo Mexico was it the guy with the giant penis? He's the man with a penis measuring a colossal eighteen point nine
1: inches. Um, why? Why is that in a piece of information that I hold in my head? I don't know, but and hey, you know what? Can I say this? Fuck you for
0: putting it in my <laughs> head. Um, but uh, I want to. Oh boy, this article has so many pictures of this man's gigantic (laughs) hog, Um, and it's mostly him standing, just holding the damn thing, or mostly it just hanging limply down by his um, (laughs) mid-calf. They also have the most horrifying, and I need to just really emphasize the horrifying 3D like scan of his penis I'm gonna show it to you Michael real quick 3D like MRI scan of his penis Mm. incoming incoming (gasps) (laughs) it
1: looks like someone filled a sock with like 18 like hacky sacks (laughs) of varying sizes yeah it looks like it's like a Chinese finger trap on one end and then somebody just put a sack of quarters on the other end of the Chinese (laughs) finger trap (laughs)
0: It's like someone put a tennis ball and some dog treats and then like a couple rolls of quarters in there. Now, Michael, here's the picture of him.
1: It looks like his an penis. octopus is literally trying to crawl inside of his pee hole. <laughs> Tentacles first.
0: <laughs> is that a rocket? Picture, it's a, so it's a picture of him holding his penis, which, by the way, is just covered in bandages because that's how he has to keep it at all times because it's so unhealthy. <laughs> And hey, can I say this? Big ol' penis. It's
1: yeah, I mean, it looks like a salami. Huge old dong. Like, good for this guy. Yeah. Um but like he can't do anything with it.
0: Can't do anything with it. Appears to struggle to walk around. Um, but yeah, damn proud of that hog. Don't tell you that much. <laughs> and also, God, he has to wear like kinesio tape on his thighs to help out with blood flow. Because he's so unhealthy because of his gigantic shitty penis.
1: I forget. did did he have like some kind of medical mishap that caused this, and then he refuses to get it fixed? Or no, he did he just this to him.
0: He no, he did this to him himself on purpose. He stretched it out this far, and then doctors were like, "Hey, maybe stop doing this." He was like, "No, I need to have the hugest penis." That's right. World. Yes. Well, Michael, that actually reminds me. Um, we haven't talked. To, we've. I know I'd sent you a couple stories uh, recently about world record attempts, including mm. slightly apropos. A man who tried and I think recently broke uh, the world record for the eating the tallest stack of waffles. But I don't want to go into that. Tallest stack of waffles. It's tallest stack of waffles. Um, I think he did it. Pretty intense. A lot goes into it, apparently. But no, I want to talk to you about one Odilon
1: Ozair. He better does something great if you were passing up talking about waffles. Well, first of all, he's from your hometown. Tampa. Oh. Tampa. Well,
0: next year. Okay. I don't want to defile you. Tampa What? what? Yeah. Tampa, Florida. That's weird. Nothing weird ever happens there. No, nothing at all. No. It's not like there's an entire book series dedicated to the weird shit that happens in (laughs) specifically Tampa, but mostly Florida. Um, Guinness World Records says a Tampa man has made the world's tallest hat. The world's tallest hat. Yes. Uh, basically something that puts the, let's call them horseshit fascinators from the royal wedding to shame. Do You want to know
1: where this gets very good. He met the guy with the giant penis who put his penis in the hat.
0: Well, besides making hat, matching hats for his very small dog. The same height no, in relation to the height of the dog? In relation to the height of the dog. Yes, very much so. <laughs> um, In in addition to that, and in addition to his glorious mustache and flowing long hair,
1: there is no record of this man's existence. But how does he have a world record, then? Well. You can't have a world record if you don't exist. That's bullshit. Odilon Ozair. Definitely a a real
0: God-given name. Uh, Loves (laughs) talking about his hats. He'll tell you how he made his uh, super tall hat, living at his home in Seminole Heights, near Tampa, with his seven cockatiels, which are named Butterfly, Stony, Superman, and the rest of whom are each named for a Barbra Streisand album. <laughs> <laughs> I already love this man so much.
1: How um, do you? How do they define? How do they the define a hat? hat? Tall. I th- how, you, how do we define a hat? I'm just saying, like, d- like how many supports is it allowed? Like. Does it can it be touching the ground or can it only be touching my head? Can it go on my think, shoulders part way? Uh, I mean, I think if as it's some sort of head garment. But if you're uh, so, if you're, I can just I balance think, like a like a huge like eye beam on my head, that's a hat.
0: Uh, yeah. Hey, bud. I think it has <laughs> to encircle your head, and then I think it just has to it be worn upon the brow of your head. Hmm. I, I think that's it.
1: Hmm. Um, I'm just trying to figure out a way to break this record. That's it.
0: That's fair. We can do it. Can I just stack um,
1: books on my head until I'm, we're just, I think you're gonna have a to really it.
0: hard time unless you, I mean, if you wear a pot on your head and then stack the books on the on the pot, yeah, Exactly. Probably, it might have to be one piece of material. I think that might have to be. Can it we're have we're a strap into, on it? Sure. Can it strap yeah, well, around my neck? Oh no! That kid, no, like a chin strap, yeah, encircling all the books on top of the pot on your head. I'm just saying they call they call Listen, helmets Michael, hats do have, sometimes. Do you have no craft, like pride in your craft?
1: And your no, hat I just I literally just want this world record. You're I I literally greedy. do not care. You don't
0: want to. You don't even care about this man's good good work and history. I do He'll not go care about the majesty of the hats. Michael, this man understands the history of headwear going back to medieval times where he says the dunce cap was believed to funnel healing powers of God into a person's head, making them not so fucking
1: stupid. It checks out. The the math does check out. Now, if I Um, built the world's tallest dunce cap, would I become an immortal genius? And also very smart
0: because of the healing powers of God. Mm Um At one point during the interview with the uh, Tampa Bay Times reporter, um, he recounted the time he used to make hats for the Sultan of Brunei before he had to flee that country because uh, wearing a Santa hat became punishable with prison time. Which is true. Holy shit, really? That happened. Um, So once he gets to his world record bid for world's tallest hat... Um he talks to a s- professional surveyor named Sven Kotur. You come to believe that this is all made up. But <laughs> Sven Kotur also also exists and he is a um a surveyor who recently took the official measurements needed for verification of the world's tallest hat. So you there's a, a lot. surveyor. You have to survey the hat like a geologist <laughs> geological survey. Okay. Um would you care to guess how tall this hat was? Uh Eight feet. 15 feet, nine inches tall, feathered with peacock feathers. Holy shit. It's a giant brimmed top, like stovepipe top hat with his name emblazoned on it and like random peacock
1: feathers duct taped to it while he wears a matching suit with a teal vest. Okay, I just found the Guinness World Record website where they talk about his record. He had to walk 10 meters while wearing it. Wearing the hat so it didn't fall apart. Yep. So here's where it gets weirder. It gets so weird. Oh, well, so, the, the question I always have about these these world records, though, mm-hmm. who had the tallest hat before him, and how much did he win by? Like, that's an important metric to me. That's true. They never go into like that. That's
0: my gripe with investigative journalists these days. They don't ask the questions that are important. Like you said earlier, Michael. Like they just give you those like, yeah, I don't know. The guy uh shoved a cucumber up his butt because he mm-hmm. had a tickle that like happened. his poop tick. His poop tickled and he wanted to get in there.
1: It's like, but why did his poop tickle? What did he eat? <laughs> Tell me more. Yeah, like every time there's a they have a story about some world record being broken or being tried, they should go through the history of it.
0: Yeah. Well, to be fair, they did. Um so, Odilon there, claims to be a longtime Tampa resident who went to Hillsborough High School, <laughs> but there's no voter registration, driver's license, phone or address records for anyone by that name. He just living Said off he off doesn't, the grid, man. Said he doesn't vote. Good point. And property ownership is quote an imperialist system in which he does not participate, and he won't let him. He wouldn't let the reporter come to his home to meet the birds or see his workspace.
1: <laughs> all of all of my money is hidden in my hat. Yeah. I do not believe in banks or houses. Everything I own is in my hat. Is in this... Hey, and
0: that's why I have to keep making taller hats. Right. To fit more and more of my possessions. And each one of my seven dogs inside... <laughs> there are seven cockatiels stacked inside this dog. <laughs> Collectively, they're old enough to go see a Star Wars. Exactly. Um, so, Guinness World Records say that uh, record applicants are prompted to give their full name on their application, but can, can give a stage name if they want, which seems like horse shit. Mm-hmm. But Ozair said... Odilon Ozair is his legal name, which is great. From the long
1: line of Ozairs. The long line of Ozairs. Um, I had a, you know, I had a teacher, Miss Ozair, when I was in Tampa. No, I didn't, because it's a ridiculous name and no one has it.
0: Never. No one has it. This this just reminds me of, um, you remember Pizza Rat, right? <laughs> yes. So that was apparently, this is a great um, reply all on this one. Uh, apparently Pizza Rat was a performance art piece. The rat was trained by a street artist named Zardulu to grab a piece of food and like run upstairs with it. And what? they just happened to record it and like that video went viral. So I no longer trust anything on the internet once again. the only Apparently the only pure thing that remains on this planet is Salt Bay. Like we talked about in episode two. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to turn on us. I thought he was going to wind up having killed people, but no, he's fine. We should get him on the show and be like, you're our only hero. Yeah. You're the only good thing (laughs) about the internet. Thanks, man. Again, speaking of Zardulu and like making up weird animal things for your performance art, um, there is apparently some, some parallels between them. So apparently again, not shocking in Florida and specifically Seminole Heights in Tampa in 2014, there was a musician and artist named Justin Arnold, who fooled local news outlets, including the Tampa Bay Times, into running a fake photo of a two-headed alligator that was coming out of the water. And today that alligator is on display in some local Tampa bar um, that maintains that it is authentic. But apparently, uh, people have kind of said that Arnold and Odalon Ozair look a bit alike. And Arnold is 39, Ozair is allegedly 37. Even though he's changed his name, changed his identity. So it could be. And if you think about it... Wait, that guy's only 39? That guy's only 39. He looks like uh, a fucking Willy Wonka character. (laughs) Am I going to look like that in three years? God, I hope not. That's actually like... I think our friend Moody posted a picture of Scott Pruitt who looks like the devil's puckered butthole. It's like, this guy's 50 years old. It was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) It's hard living being a racist piece of shit, you know? And... Yeah, not even not just racist, he's also destroying the world for monetary gain, which is really fun. Yeah. Um, Odalon also contains the name Arnold. Mm-hmm. Um so someone, this this reporter, Michael, actually getting to the hard questions, um, asked, Hey, are you Justin Arnold? And apparently Osaire turned his face away and said softly, I've never heard of that person in my life and wouldn't look at her anymore. <laughs> and now that we are confronted with the reality that Tampa is home to the world's tallest hat and somehow once held the Lord Stanley's Cup, uh <laughs> who was there, just oh, says, yeah. "I'm just trying to show the world that Tampa is a unique and interesting place." Like anyone had ever any fucking doubt about that.
1: Yeah, I think he's going about it the wrong way. Like unique and interesting. I think what he what he wanted to show is that it was like fun. Maybe.
0: I mean, I guess if you have to, if you.
1: Like Detroit's unique and interesting. I don't want to go there.
0: Well, to be fair, my sister sent me an article earlier. um, And this is not from Tampa. This is from, uh, I believe, West Palm Beach um, about a woman uh, who is arrested for possessing crystal meth, whose name was Crystal Methvin, um, (laughs) her God-given legal name. And it's like, that's what people assume Florida is. Yes. a woman named Crystal Methvin. Possessing and selling crystal meth. Like, maybe he's just trying to show the flippant, like, wondrous side of Florida that, like, used to be there before all the meth. meth? <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to recapture that childlike wonder when it was just like Disney and old timey racism and all the old timey racism in Disney. Do you, th- you know,
1: do you think that crystal methman became methvin? methvin, methvin. Sorry, please, yeah, became methvin. a crystal meth addict because of, because of her name? Of her name? It's or you kind think it's of just one of those fortuitous.
0: It's hard to like the chicken or the egg sort of thing, but like you gotta think, yeah. It's like, well, people keep saying it, might as well try it
1: out. So she's oh, like a Batman fuck. villain,
0: kind of like she, she couldn't help it. I mean, you know, the thing is, I'm sure she got made fun of for it. She's like, hey, you know, I might as well try it out. If people are thinking I'm doing it anyway. Ah, oh, beans, I like it. Is it Methvin V
1: I N or V A N? V I N. Oh,
0: I mean, if it's Crystal Meth Van, then she has no, no possibility. Yeah, like. She will just become a meth transformer.
1: I have a story that uh, was sent to us on our Slack channel. Oh, hit me. That is quite possibly, if we had a TILP lab here, a TILP lab, that we could craft stories that we could then use, Mm -hmm. this one seems like it would be one that would definitely be one of our more accurate works i think
0: so so someone has alchemized
1: yeah a, a tilt news story. basically okay. they uh they they fed all of our previous episodes into a news generator and then and then just popped out this story for us okay so
0: i i do
1: want to fucking
0: at some point build a like <clears throat> ai generator that just <laughs> pumps out like tilt headlines
1: just <laughs> for fun actually i'll take that back uh this would be just from the the feces department. There would obviously be another sex department. Sex department, food crime department. Yeah, because okay. this one doesn't have any penises in it. Oh, weird.
0: But all right, yeah. I guess we'll
1: I guess we'll do it. So, the headline: BC woman says feces from plane fell through car's sunroof and into her eyes. Why was she looking up her sunroof? <laughs> I'm wondering if yeah. So that was my first question, but it turns out that it just went. Erware? Ur- got It just splashed It <sighs> Came right through the sunroof.
0: Just right through there. Just huh?
1: right through it. Her and her son had just returned from having lunch. Um, and it just it fell and just covered the entire vehicle. And it went in her eyes. How's your son doing? Doesn't care about him, huh? <laughs> it doesn't doesn't talk about him. She says that she has conjunctivitis in both eyes, though. Well, yeah, that is one way to get <laughs> it. <laughs> 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 just the one way to <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure what's wrong with your eyes. Um, you know, have you been in any contact with any feces recently? Uh, Getting yeah. A, Direct contact. I'm
0: trying to... She must have been looking straight up when this happened. She, she must have been at a stop. Was she had a stop? Was she driving? Did she crash her car into... Like, there's so many other things that would have happened if this... I'm, I'm not trying to say that it didn't happen. Did it?
1: It probably happened. I'm just saying, maybe... Maybe she was doing that thing they do in movies... You know when you like throw your head back as you're driving and your hair blows in the. <laughs>
0: My son's in the car.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, we just had such a great line. Ciao.
0: And then his the feces the was in the back seat. Okay. Um, no, he's 21. Oh, then maybe at his. No, maybe he was. I, I maybe he was wearing. He sunglasses. was probably
1: not on his phone. That's true. He was tap tapping just head at down on phone. the phone. Good point. She um, felt the drop on her head. She's like, oh, is it raining? Looked right up. And then all okay, of a sudden. Well, you know what I need now?
0: I need the XKCD article to break down like at what point does the poop. I, I'm not even going into why did the plane release its poop over a populated area? Maybe maybe that happens all the time. I'm just accepting that. I want to know the XKCD article. I'd like, OK, what at what point does all the poop and associated Shit and piss freeze on its way down because it has to because it's very cold up at thirty thousand feet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when does it when does it reconstitute into discrete <laughs> hot wet poop particles?
1: <laughs> well, so apparently this is something that happens sometimes. Like it doesn't necessarily hit people, but it falls from planes. What happens is they have a tank right where all yeah. of the the waste goes, but sometimes the valves malfunction or they leak a little bit and so it leaks onto the plane but as it comes out since they're at 36,000 feet it just freezes on the sides of the plane right underneath the valve well when they start to come down for a landing air starts to warm up and it loosens the very edge and it just starts to fall down and then it turns into like a slushy
0: sure how much could it possibly be though because like I feel like for this lady to have possibly gotten a a, a both barrels down the eyeballs (laughs) it must have been a lot of shit and she had to be looking directly at it
1: yeah well apparently it hit the other it hit another car as well so it hit two different cars that were sitting at the stoplight
0: that seems like more than just like because i'm just kind of envisioning when you have a like a really bad whoopsie in the toilet and just like jackson pollock's the toilet bowl and like that's what i'm assuming like on the outside of the plane (laughs) that's not a whole lot though Of poop. Like, this seems like if it hits if it's hitting multiple cars, that is a like operation dumbo drop of shit on someone's car. Do you ever
1: think that maybe
0: do you ever see that movie, Michael? Because he didn't laugh at that joke.
1: No, I didn't see Operation Dumbo Drop. Damn it. I hope someone laughed at it. (laughs) Sorry. Did he did he shit on someone?
0: Someone dropped a full ass elephant out of a plane.
1: Oh, oh, I thought you meant like the elephant literally no. shit. So when air, dro- I think because that would Danny be a Glover, of. I think shit.
0: Danny Glover and Ray Liotta airdropped an elephant out of a plane. Wait,
1: <laughs> Operation Dumbo Drop had Danny Glover and Ray Liotta in it. I'm pretty sure. One second. What was the premise of this movie? Exactly what it
0: fucking sounds like. Yeah. By the way, it was Danny Glover, Ray Liotta, and uh, <laughs> Dennis Leary. <laughs> no fucking shit. The, the quote, the 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 stinger quote, is a lot of
1: laughs oh. from
0: Joel's from Joel Siegel of ABC TV.
1: You know what? Joel Siegel just says that for every movie, ton of laughs. I don't think Joel Siegel actually exists. Real gutbuster. Look at this. Look at this
0: VHS cover, Michael. It's just an elephant wearing a parachute, <laughs> and then Danny Glover, Ray Liotta, and Dennis Larry. Is
1: this like based on a true story or something? It has to be right. Because no one could just come up with this. It was the 90s, though. <laughs> That's true. And Danny Glover's wearing some kind of military outfit, so the military was involved in this. This was a military
0: operation to, like, airdrop a, an elephant, Michael. No, uh, we should probably watch it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pause. <laughs>
0: Another. So this has to be one of those, like, f- like cleverly cropped uh, movie reviews. The back side of the VHS
1: sleeve says a comedy adventure dot 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 solid laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> a comedy adventure that yielded no solid laughs. Yes. The middle part does not matter mm-hmm. whatsoever. Um. Anyway, Michael, so this
0: poop, this poop bomb this lady experienced.
1: Um. I was going to say, do you ever think that maybe you don't actually get sucked out of the window of an airplane when they're flying? It's just they don't want people throwing stuff out the windows. Could be like your poop. Mm-hmm. Could be. I'm just thinking. I mean,
0: yeah, yeah. Maybe like maybe loss is just real propaganda.
1: It's like, oh, the plane broke up.
0: Oh, look at I'm that just, guy; he's gone.
1: I've been on a lot of planes, and it's never, it's never happened. So it's never, it's never happened. Um, this does remind me of
0: something that I, I'm just gonna assume is true because my dad said it, which <laughs> is never actually the right thing. Um, so when I was a kid, well, currently, uh, my parents' house is uh, kind of. A couple miles out from the Palm Beach airport, but like in the line of approaching planes and our uh, our chimney was always like constantly. First of all, I don't know why we had a chimney in South Florida, but our chimney uh, was always consistently like black, like kind of stained black from like the top third up. And there was never anything else on the ground or anywhere else. It was never in the pool. So my dad always said, yeah, it gets stained from approaching planes dumping their fuel on the way to land, which I think is the thing that happens, but I was like, but why is it only on the chimney, which <laughs> never gets used? like,
1: and never in, like, the backyard or on the rest of the house. Wait, so it was from dumping... You thought they were dumping fuel just over your house?
0: Uh, so on the, on the approach,
1: apparently a thing that maybe airplanes
0: do is they dump excess fuel for, like, so they're at a safe landing weight, which...
1: But I feel like they should have to do that not over your house.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. But I'm. I was always curious. Why is it only the one surface that gets a little dirty and what only you in like a- doing
1: up in the. Gym? Listen,
0: I don't know, man. My dad did some shit. My sister just reminded me that he used to jump into the pool naked after coming home from work and just like. Wash it like, give himself a bath in the sh- in the pool. That you just wash his hair, just hang out, and just like, oh, that's my dad hanging down in the backyard. Cool, love that. <laughs> so, I, I listen, a lot of bad things happen in my backyard around the pool. I, I don't know. I was nine when
1: that happened. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Mike, what you got for me? I was just gonna ask you, like, what, what would you do if you got cu- you had a sunroof on your car, just got mm-hmm. just destroyed? by poo like what would you yeah. do with the car
0: yeah actually i was just kind of thinking about something adjacent to this earlier today um no reason but i was thinking about like what would happen if i pooped my pants at work and like what <laughs> would i do um and this seems like adjacent and like honestly like i would probably light it on fire and walk away and pretend like it never happened and probably change my name and move to a new city Definitely for the pooping my pants, which wasn't going to happen. I don't know why I thought of it. Um, yeah, what
1: but, made you think of that? Oh, I don't know. Nothing. You definitely were just not. at work and you were like, what if I shit myself right here? I was in meetings for six hours straight today. That's why. That's what <laughs> happened. <laughs> at what hour does that does that thought start to creep in your mind? Like four, five? Which hour? Yeah, which hour? Um, which hour of the day or which
0: hour of meetings? Which hour of the meetings? Oh, f- probably from around one to four p.m. <laughs> This is generally the time. <laughs> um, But, uh, yeah, no, I, I, if if poop landed in my car, like, if any of those active God things happened, I, like, I think I would probably take about three minutes to just be shocked. I would pull off to the side of the road and just say, what the fuck, for about two minutes. <laughs> just straight up two minutes. I would remember I had a, a child in the backseat around minute two, and then I would look at him and be like, what the fuck? And then I would get us both out of the car, burn that down, probably strip naked in the street and walk away
1: and burn the car down. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Right. Can a, can a car ever be clean again? Even if it can. Like you, <laughs> you know, even if, the, even if
0: the, even if it doesn't make the car facts, you know, you can't drive that. Here's
1: a question, though. Do you ever buy a car with a uh, sunroof ever oh, again? Definitely not. Absolutely not. No chance Whoa. in hell. Definitely not a convertible. Um. Never rolling my windows down again.
0: Nope. I never. Hey, hey, Elon, build me that hyperloop. Don't actually want to go outside ever again. Put a put a hyperloop stop outside my house. I'm gonna just go underground and see you later. Bye. I'm a mole person now. Thank you.
1: you know, this kind of reminds me um, when we were younger, and probably still, my dad would always drive with his arm like out the window. Oh yeah, me too. Like hang on the side, and my I mom would time. always yell at him, and she'd be like, "That's not safe," and then. One day he ran over a glass bottle and it actually like shattered and got into his arm. Whoa. While we were driving. And until this very moment, when I remember that story, I didn't think about the fact that it was possible that they staged it. Do you think mom staged it somehow? Almost certainly. Right? Because that that, that can't actually happen. Have you ever heard of that happening ever? No. And I'm actually, I mean, like, I've had.
0: I mean, I've had road debris like come up and hit my car before, but never like. But now I'm kind of terrified because I drive with Sora, with her on my lap with her head out the window, and her that dumb little dog head (laughs) is gonna get ripped up by a glass bottle. Um, No, I've never heard of that. But like, vehicle-based family pranks (laughs) and like life lessons, I feel like are the most effective.
1: Yeah, like she rigged like a little like a little uh like, cherry bomb or something in a glass bottle that was, like, right underneath the car.
0: Especially when you're a kid, I feel like the arm out the window is the best way... Mike, what episode is it? What, 74? huh It might be time to introduce you to the Wellington Bear. The Wellington Bear. Yeah, so the the Wellington Bear is a a piece of Cushing family lore invented by my uncle, uh, who delighted in tormenting my brother and I and my sisters and my cousins, um particularly when we were younger, he was in kind of like an undeveloped area of South Florida. And so usually like after like baseball practice, or if like me and my siblings were sleeping over at their house, he would just have us all pile in his pickup truck. And then he would tell us like at night and he would drive us around. Like there were like horse trails around his house and like basically just a lot of like, you know, undeveloped area he could drive around and be creepy uh, in the pitch blackness um how so many, he invented so this, it was
1: all four of you uh,
0: usually it was just me and my cousin okay. uh dan or me and my
1: brother uh, and dan but it like sometimes it was the whole the whole sibling crew um just trying to get a picture so, for how many children are like just hanging out at the back of this pickup truck usually two to three right. sometimes up upwards of five right. um so he he
0: would tell us nightmare stories about <laughs> the wellington bear a ancient just old bear, like a grizzly bear, whose fur had gone white and basically just haunted the woods of of uh, South Florida around Wellington to, uh, to hunt down
1: uh, bad children. Oh, okay. Bad children. Wellington, the Wellington is, the, is the town.
0: Wellington is the town. See, I, I heard Wellington bear
1: children. and I heard, immediately thought of Paddington bear and then you're trying to describe something that should be evil and I was like, Paddington would never do that. No. No.
0: Wellington Bear's a real asshole. Um, okay, so he,
1: he hunts down evil children.
0: Uh, or just shitty kids, really. Not even mm-hmm. evil ones. Mm-hmm. My brother actually wrote a song about
1: the Wellington Bear.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, so my uncle would drive us around this horse track in the middle of the night, like all the lights off. And then he would put his arm out the way like he'd be driving for like minutes with like the window down his arm out the window and then would like be telling us this like story and have our wrapped attention on like him and then would like start slamming on the outside of the van uh, of the truck like oh shit I gotta go find this thing and then he would run like like I'm gonna go fight it and it's like no matter what happens don't look (laughs) backward so like we would keep our eyes forward and then like he would basically just run to the back of the truck and just like scream and start shaking the truck and now that I know this, obviously, mm-hmm. now that I'm in my 30s, I figured it out last year. Um, he kept and he would, you like, alive, run back, man. Right. And then he would run back into the truck and like sp- hit the gas pedal and just like speed down this like pitch black horse trail in the middle of the night, which is probably more unsafe than anything else. But like we had nightmares about like this big old fuck off white bear reaching into like my cousin's bedroom during a sleepover like every night. But like he got a kick out of it. So <laughs> all good, I guess. This is why
1: you have children.
0: Yeah, just to fucking mess with them. I'll
1: say they—they're going to mess up so much stuff. You can just get them back every once in a while. Yeah, I mean that's got to be the the simplest sort of victory over your dumb kids. <laughs> it just, just, yeah, it's like the—I uh, thought you were going to say he, he actually only had one arm and act like it got ripped off by Wellington Bear like Arrested style. No, I mean, style. he
0: might have done that. Oh, that's why you always leaving. Would you, do you want to hear the song from Jay? Oh my God, yes. Listen up and I'll tell you a story Of a creature who made me his quarry He's a bastard through and through Listen up now a Wellington bear Ripped off my arms Kick my dog and keep my car This is where Jay's becoming a guitar, guitar virtuoso. You get the gist. <laughs>
1: That's brilliant. Yeah,
0: fucking Wellington Bear. I kind of want to read a kid's book about the, about the Wellington Bear.
1: <laughs> Did your parents know that your uncle was doing this?
0: I gotta assume so. I don't think my dad gave a shit. I don't know if my mom knew because she probably would have had some issues with it. But I think my dad and my uncle generally kind of went all in on each other's pranks to each like to each <laughs> other's kids, which I appreciate looking like looking back.
1: Because I appreciate a little friendly competition. No,
0: I think just like mutual respect. Like, okay. Oh, you're going to fuck with my kids. I'm going to buy into that. You just make sure to have my back when I tell them a stupid story. It's basically just like, if I tell you something
1: to keep you in line, I expect my brother to, you know, turn about fair play. That's actually pretty brilliant because like your kids might not always believe you. Oh yeah. But, but if you have another adult like figure who's like, yeah, no, it's totally true. I mean,
0: if my, if my brother ever tells me, he's like, Hey, Mike, tell uh, you know, your nephew about X. So I was like, Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll make up all the sorts of shit. Or if my nephew comes to me and is just like, Hey, my dad told me about this, I'm like, Well, yeah, he's right.
1: Yeah. It
0: happens. Butterflies do have razor sharp teeth that will bite your head off. And you're gonna die. Yeah,
1: that's just truth. Well, Michael Don't Ever let a butterfly get near you. Ever. Horrible creatures. Uh Michael, you have any fun stories for me? I'll say, well, before we close out, I just wanted to read you a few tweets from my new favorite. Uh, follow that I have. Okay. Um, you know we talked earlier about uh, distilling all of our previous shows into like perfect stories. Well, somebody wrote basically a program that watched all of the Netflix comedy specials and basically asked it to write jokes based on what it heard in the in the comedy specials. That's incredible. And it is at times surreal. At times, super poignant. Sometimes he goes blue. Sometimes it's just, like, depressing. And it's like... That's like stand-up comedy, my dude. Yeah, he's like... He's perfect. He's like all the stand-up comedians in a row. Um, So I'm going to read you a few of my favorites... Please. ...that I've come across. Hit me. I know what you're thinking. I look like I have the metabolism of a frog. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Is it deep? I don't know, because... Or is he high as shit? I don't know.
0: I mean, the fact that frogs have to just pump through that much purified evil nonstop probably pretty high yeah guys very skinny uh
1: i love jesus okay but sometimes i love sex instead sure yeah right you know i mean
0: yeah nope that check that one checks out for most of jesus lovers
1: (laughs) sometimes sometimes you just gotta get that sex
0: gotta just gotta get it or gotta get married so you can have it
1: as soon as possible I just realized that most guys don't like it when you freeze your dick off. Hey, man, get used to it.
0: (laughs) It's a wave of the future. You can't stop me.
1: (laughs) I just love the idea. Hey, most guys do not like it when you freeze your dick off. Catch the wave, though. Catch it. It's, you know what? We're here. We're freezing dicks off. Get used to it, it. buddy. Also, hey, if you're freezing your dick off, I don't care. That's none of your goddamn business.
0: Nope, no skin off my nose or my dick.
1: I lost my keys online. The British have Trilby hats, so I'll start there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you know, sometimes you can just tell that it's written by an AI. Love that. Is it, though? Because British have Trilby hats, which I associate with Sherlock Holmes, and if I lost my keys... I would go to I Sherlock I would have to start with Sherlock Did Holmes. you hear about
0: Benedict Cumberbatch stopping a mugging? What? Yeah, apparently Benedict Cumberbatch, like... I think out in front of like where the show is, like Sherlock is shot, like saw some biker being mugged by four dudes and he was in a cab and like stopped the cab and jumped out. It was like, hey, back the fuck off. I'm sure I'm fucking better than a cover patch. And
1: I think he threw one of them and they just ran away. Did they or did they stop because they were like, oh, wow, it's you. uh, Who is it? Number Bumble. Bumble Snooch. Do grumble snuff, and they just got in a big argument about what it actually was, and, then and they then just walked off, kind of yelling at each yeah. other, just
0: like I don't know its name.
1: All right, I have I have one more. Kay. My family believes in me. I don't know why. That's a
0: good solid comedian joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I mean, that's I think that when he just cribbed straight up from somebody. <laughs> He stole. <laughs> well, Michael, I have, a sh- I have a final shower thought I will get to in a moment, but uh it's been lovely talking with you. Everyone, thank you so much for joining us for another Trends in Little Places. If you like this show, you can find out more information at goodbuddymedia.com, which I swear to God will get updated soon. Um, you can also find out more information on our sister show, Longest Days of Our Lives, in which Michael and I and our good friend Curtis, we are watching every single episode of The Hit Show 24 We are coming up on the end of uh, Season 2, and we have another episode coming out the same day as this, so... Just go, go find that right now. <laughs> Even if you've never seen the show 24, you'll probably like it uh, if you like this show. Just uh, It's it's just us goofing on and having a good time. So uh, we've ha- had plenty of fans tell us they like both. Um, and also, if you want to shoot us a message, uh, you want to share a story with us, or you want to have us read a message online to a fellow listener, uh, you can shoot us an email at goodbuddymedia at gmail.com. We read every single message we get, and we love to hear from our fans. So, uh, you know, please
1: shoot us a message. And uh, Michael, how else can people help us out? Yeah, you can help us out by uh, finding us on your favorite podcast app, uh, Stitcher, Podbean, uh, iTunes, you know, wherever you get your podcasts, uh, search for us, subscribe uh, to either this show or Longest Days of Our Lives, or preferably both, um, and please give us a review, um, a rating, uh, you know, tell your friends about us, uh, you know, anything to let other people know that We're awesome, and they should listen to us. Uh, You can also find us on uh, all of your social medias at TILPCast, TILPCast, or by searching for Trends in Low Places um, on Facebook, Instagram, or on Twitters. And please give us a share or a like um, or a retweet uh, when you see us post something. Yeah. Well, Michael, you want a closing shower thought? You know I do. All right. Well, I don't normally like to
0: do this, but this one is from Post Secret, which was... Probably pulled from a Reddit thread, but uh George Washington died in 1799. The first dinosaur fossil was discovered in eighteen twenty four. George Washington and everyone born before him never knew dinosaurs
1: existed. Hashtag showerthoughts. Holy shit. What a miserable existence. That's messed up, man. Yeah. So wait, we've we've I'll say we've known that dinosaurs existed for less time than we knew. Or that, like, we had a country.
0: Michael, if I was born in 1824, less time
1: has <laughs> <is> passed <that. laughs> since then till now. <laughs> but yeah, no, true. Maybe. Well, maybe they found dinosaur bones before, but they were just like, oh, cool.
0: Well, here's the sweet thing. Sweet animal.
1: Let me throw this out, because I'm doing other shit.
0: Well, so here's the thing.
1: George Washington, all these founders types, big
0: old Bible thumpers, big fans of that, mm-hmm. that hot, sweet Lord. Um the devil
1: just hadn't planted them The devil hadn't
0: planted those bones, but the big old verse that we use now to be like, oh yeah, we're riding around dinosaurs the whole time, was they mentioned the Leviathan. You know? What did mm-hmm, they think mm-hmm. that fucking was in 1799? <laughs> what did George Washington was like, man, God fucked up on this one?
1: That's a big fucking elephant.
0: <laughs> just a big fuck off elephant.
1: That's just a, just a big old beast. It was a big old dog. Well, maybe a bunch of dogs standing on their shoulders in a trench coat could
0: be just wanted to get it to see John Wick too exactly sorry dogs dollar, dollar short and a couple days early <laughs> Michael it's been lovely talking with you
1: love you buddy love you too toodles